Hello and welcome to my podcast called Innovation. Innovation was inspired by my previous podcast, Silence, where over the course of two years, I spoke every week with 100 women from science, technology, engineering and mathematics, or STEM. I kept all of my guests anonymous so that they could talk openly and honestly about their lives. We discussed their experiences, what they've learned along their life journeys, and their hopes and ideas for living fulfilling and contented lives. Because their identities were always kept safe, the conversations on silence were always so raw and transparent, and we didn't just talk about being women in STEM, but about everything. The topics that tended to come up were also the same topics that I discussed with my mentees, or I'm asked about after I've given a talk in schools and colleges. So it seemed clear to me that there are some topics that are really important to us, but we only discuss them with people that we feel safe with. So I thought, I'm going to sift through all the episodes of Silence to bring you my favourite soundbites on these certain topics. Each week on Innovation, I'll be reflecting on the perspectives that came up on Silence that I feel are actually pearls of wisdom that I found particularly provoking, inspiring and empowering in the hope that they resonate with you too. This week is all about coming from within. Now I know that sounds really, really abstract, coming from within. I mean, it's quite sort of um, out there. Uh, But it's something that I come across over and over again, especially when I do a lot of self-reflective work. Because I was always the type of person where people would always say to me, oh, you've got so much to be confident about. And, oh, wow, you must feel so good about that or proud of yourself or that must make you feel so good or important. And often I didn't. I didn't feel confident and I didn't have loads of self-esteem and I didn't feel like I was the luckiest person on this earth and I didn't really acknowledge all of my qualities because I think to really feel content and fulfilled and confident and have self-esteem it's really got to come from within. And so I wanted to do a podcast about this subject because I think, you know, we live in a world when we're always trying to find validation and happiness and fulfillment outside of ourselves. And actually, we've got to come from a place within. You know, you're not going to be happy moving to a nicer place or to a sunnier climate, you're not going to find everlasting happiness in an object and you're definitely not going to find the contentment and fulfilment that we're truly looking for in another human being. I think all of those things, people, places, things, can make us feel good or different temporarily, but to really feel whole that has to come from ourselves and it's really when I made that switch from looking externally to searching internally it was quite a radical shift for me and um, that's why it's such a great 
topic for innovation because innovation is all about going inwards um, in order to innovate oneself. And um, so, yeah, that's why this topic came up on this podcast. So I'm going to start from a quote from Silence from episode 53, where she talks about the importance of searching inside yourself. I I need to make that decision. No one can do it for me. No one can force me to be brave. No one can tell me I'm good enough. I have to believe it. So it's a lot of personal work. And I think as much as we want to make every woman confident, it really has to come from within. You know, people can sort of help Mm. to nudge you in that direction. I think that's where mentors and sponsors come into play. People who believe in you. But I think you have to make that decision to put yourself in what will feel like uncomfortable situations. But if you don't try, um, you won't know. And she mentions this idea that, you know, because I think mentors and role models are really, really important. It can give us the permission and the encouragement that we lack you know, as trailblazers or pioneers in something or some, if you're very, if you feel very different and sort of in a minority or you feel unique in some way or even odd, it can be so comforting when there are role models and mentors who are willing to listen to you, tell you about their sort of failures and shortcomings and, you know, you get a lot of empathy with those kinds of relationships. But I think ultimately the real change and the most impactful work is when you do look inside yourself and so whilst as my guest says from episode 53 whilst it's great to be nudged in the right directions the work still has to come from you and you know searching within is a tricky journey because you know we life nudges us in all kinds of different directions and we make mistakes and we fall down but the thing is we get back up and I think when we search within we're really trying to find that true essence that inner compass that tells us what the right things to do are for us I think you know we really live in a culture where we're always having to care about other people's opinions of us and it can really distract us from our true calling you know I love this idea of an inner compass because in the same way that an acorn knows exactly how to grow into an oak tree we also have programming that just feels right for us as individuals and I think when we're listening to everybody else and getting a lot of feedback from the outside world it can really distract us from our own inner instructions and I think that's what my guest from episode 62 is alluding to you you get exhausted at some point and you just say well I know who I am and if that's if people in the world want to see me in a certain way then that's their own cup of tea you know I can't keep trying to, you know, people please and change. Yeah, you just have to kind of be confident within. So that's just, that's always been a journey in itself. Um, 
and yeah i'll say now i'm very like happy positive confident but that was not always the case there was a point where there was definitely a struggle of you know fitting in and mm. behaving in a certain way and um yeah, yeah. Really. And that's why I absolutely love meditation, because by being quiet with oneself and really just focusing on the breathing and taking some time out, you know, anywhere between sort of five to 20 minutes, it can be so grounding. It can really allow you to get back to your center of gravity, because for me, I find that so many things in life pull me off my center of gravity you know, work pulls me off, my family pulls me off, my friends pull me off. And getting quiet with myself through meditation allows me to just remember what's important to me, my direction, and uh, it's, I, I need it so much in order to stay balanced. I think it can be really great if you're doing something with your career that is aligned with who you are as a person and that was certainly my story when I decided to enter into the world of media and science and technology programming because even though I absolutely loved my engineering days I also wanted to do something that was really performance-led and creative and helping to educate and that is really you know what's at the core of who I am and so doing a job like that that involved all those elements uh, just helped me to follow my inner compass even more rigorously um, and I ended up interviewing a guest from episode 65 who was in cyber security and it dawned on me that the work she does in cybersecurity is very reflective of the kind of human being that she is. And she realised that herself. Listen to this quote from episode 65. It's dawning on me that the fact that you are so secure within yourself might be why you're so successful in security. Well, do you know what? That is, I love it that you say that because this is what I see in security. <laughs> and it was a conversation that I was having today. I, the, the more secure that you are, the better that you are going to do anyway. The better you know yourself, the better you right. know others, the better that you're going to do. And I'm always saying that to, to my children. Um, but what I see in security is a deep insecurity. You know, I really do. And I think this, I think we have a lot of problems because there is so much insecurity in, in our field. We have a very hostile environment, um, not just in terms of externally with attackers, you know, coming in and stealing our data or manipulating the data um, or um, the errors that are created accidentally. But we have a very hostile environment in terms of, the internal kind of um, environment. So who we're having to deal deal with and, you know, that could be higher up in the organisation uh, politically. Um, it could be that we're being used as a scapegoat, you know. So we have a very hostile environment outside, mm -hmm. you know, that we're trying to protect the organisation from and then inside in terms of ourselves, 
you know mm-hmm. so it's it, it's very very hard and and because of that the more secure that you can be the more empowered that you can be um yeah. then the better that you are going to do I think when you are insecure, you're so much more vulnerable to other people's opinions. And for a long, long time, because I never really fit in anywhere, you know, um, my parents coming from other countries, being born in the UK um, and sort of growing up in a very specific kind of community that wasn't connected to my cultural roots like I always felt so completely out of place and then when I went into mechanical engineering I was one of very very few girls on my course and so I felt out of place there and so I've always felt out of place and that's always made me feel quite insecure and as a result of that I was always looking outside for ideas and kind of advice and what do you think I should do and you know, how do you think I should handle this? And I was never really tuning in to what felt right for me because I always didn't feel right in any situation that I was in. And I think when you are secure within yourself, which is something that even the most unique, special and different among us can feel a sense of inner security, it can really empower us as my guest from episode 65 says you know it is really empowering to be sure of who you are and you can only figure out who you are by turning inwards and spending time with yourself I've spent long long periods on my own um you know going to dinner by myself out you know in the days when restaurants were open And um, sort of going on long road trips with just a camera and taking the most amazing pictures of the most incredible landscapes and things like that. And just really getting to know who I am. And I think that can have a very positive impact on our sense of self. We can be so much closer to our own truth when we spend time alone. That's not to say that spending time with other people isn't educational and enriching and fun and beautiful. But I think when you do have insecurities, it is good to face the fear of being alone and enjoy your own company because at some point you will start to enjoy your own company. Um, And it can really teach you a lot about yourself. And it's in knowing about yourself that I think is really empowering. I interviewed a group of mechanical engineering female students and, you know, we were talking about this idea of self-belief and insecurity and self-doubt is all tied to a lack of self-belief and Again, self-belief is something that you can develop when you get to know yourself, when you really feel in tune with your purpose and your meaning for your life. And it's so simple to get that, but it's so hard 
to understand the importance of getting to know yourself. I say it's simple because really it is just about spending time with yourself instead of distracting yourself with things that are outside of you, like friends and video games. And I mean, we just distract ourselves with so many different things. And so if you are able to get a strong sense of who you are, I think it allows you to have a real sense of self-belief. And then you just don't care what other people think about you. You know, we are so keen on building certain reputations and maybe even fitting into certain stereotypes. And that, I think, is just a sign of massive insecurity. Um, And so I'll leave you with a quote from episode 67 where a few of the girls chime in on their ideas of self-belief. I don't know if you guys, I know you guys experience this. Mm -hmm. Whenever you tell someone that's not an engineering, that you're an engineering student, the first thing they say is always like, wow, you're so smart. I could never do that. I hate math. And that makes me so (laughs) sad to my core because it's really so accessible. And like Roxy was mentioning, ultimately, like the biggest thing that strings us all together is not our physics skill. I don't share that with a lot of people (laughs) (laughs) not our math skill not our enjoyment of being in dark corners coding like I don't all these stereotypes it's it's what we're talking about yesterday where it's like we all through the trials and tribulations of an engineering education have gained this newfound courage to just take on these problems I mean I think that's where some people are more naturals that 13 year old girl unlike Mm -hmm. me at least at that age she wasn't scared to solve the problem immediately Mm -hmm. and approach it immediately so it's almost this like self-belief Mm-hmm. that you can you are the person that can solve this problem mm-hmm. and it's not because of some inherent genius or idea from a power above it's mm-hmm. it's all within you but um oh, I love that yeah it's it's just it's a little sad that we feel like we need to gain so much credibility and I think mm-hmm. that is a, a girl thing too yeah. like on top of that um we think as women mm-hmm. we need to have all this extra credibility to solve problems but really like you, right now we could leave and do something on an Arduino Raspberry Pi, mm-hmm. and solve a small problem. You don't need credibility; you just need confidence. Yeah, you know? really. And isn't that a theme with women in all fields at this point? It's just yeah. like, just believe in yourself, please. Yeah. please. <laughs> it's my experience that feeling happy and content is something that is generated from inside you. It's got nothing to do with being in a beautiful place or being with the best partner or, um, you know, having the most amazing job. I think all of those things come when you have a really strong sense of self and you have a really positive attitude in life about who you are and what you want. And all of those gifts and amazing things will come into your life if you're able to exist in your own skin with contentment and fulfillment and strength and I think the only way to develop those things is to just spend time with yourself and so develop that place develop that attitude from within spend some time with yourself 
enjoy your own company. And I think everything that you could possibly hope for will come your way. I'll leave you with a very brief quote from episode 13, where she gives her take on happiness from within. But there can be so many different paths that you'd be happy at. I think it's important to just find a way to be happy within whatever is available and whatever you end up choosing. Thank you so much for listening. Please do subscribe to this podcast and maybe even rate and review it if you can. I'd love to have your feedback about this episode or any others that you've listened to and maybe some suggestions for future topics on the show. It's all about self-discovery and evolution on innovation. So be kind and loving to yourselves and I wish you all a great week.